things. Hey everyone, this is Betsy at. <laughs> hey, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover, and this is Amanda Allen. Hi. Hi. We just started the show a bunch of times and fucked it up a bunch of times. So, welcome to the show. Uh, we're so excited. This is a listener stories episode. Yeah. Yeah, just for you, because you're so special. Yeah, and uh, we love getting these. Listen, we're getting more and more emails on our podcast Gmail account, which is why mommy drinks podcast at gmail.com. Oh, uh, so if you that. want us to read one of yours one day, feel free to send us your shit shows. Um, also, join our group that we have that's going. That's right, um, our Facebook group. Yeah, and sometimes it can be an inspiration to you. You'll be like, oh, I have a story now. Like, So if you find yourself doing that, write it out. Because it can be cathartic. It can make you feel good. Um, and you know what else? If you want to send us a story and just say, this is anonymous. Don't say who sent this. That's very that true. That is totally cool, too. That's great. I'm going to send one tomorrow. <laughs> what? You're on. You're a host of the <laughs> I mean, show. like, here's an amazing story <laughs> from an anonymous person <laughs> who is beautiful oh. inside and out. Out. Well, I like this. I can get on board. She with has this. three kids, ages six and uh, four. So to her, she has a six-year-old Whoa. boy and twin four-year-old girls, which is just like me, oddly enough. What about you, Betsy? <laughs> what have you got? Oh, hey. I've got uh, three boys, seven, five, and one. Hello. Hi. Well, shall we get right to Let's it? Let's get right to it, man. So I'm so excited. A very old friend of mine, Scott Zilka, sent in a story. Yeah. He's my friend from Minnesota. I ah. love him. Are you going to read it in an accent? <laughs> like, now I'm going to oh, read the gosh. story. Oh, gosh. Scott Zilka sent me a story. <laughs> oh, my. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, hi, Betsy and Amanda. I've listened to your podcast from the beginning, and I have finally made the decision to participate in listener email. I hope you enjoy my parenting shit show. Thanks, Scott Zilka. All right. So summer in Minnesota officially ends the same time as everywhere else in the Northern Hemisphere. The autumnal equinox on or around September 22nd. Thank you. You know, yeah. um, Zilka is a meteorologist. Oh. So he knows a lot of things like <gasps> That's that. That's the first time we've had a meteorologist on this show, I have to say. <laughs> I'm sure it won't be the last. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. Sam Champion. <laughs> Sam Champion. <laughs> I hope you're listening. Uh, but I always think of the end of summer as Labor Day. First, our kids' schools and many others around here start on uh, the Tuesday after Labor Day. That's how it was when I was growing up. Um, second, the Minnesota State Fair also runs, uh, always runs for 12 days with Labor Day being the last day. Oh my God, I love the Minnesota State Fair. The Minnesota State Fair is so great. I miss it so much. Here in Los Angeles, we have the LA County Fair, which is like, it's like a... You went to that. You went to the LA County yeah, Fair. Yeah, I love the LA County Fair. It definitely like itches the... What like it scratches the itch that I have for the, the Minnesota fair. State Fair, because it's like yeah, it's like a lot of agri, it's like agriculture. Like, what stuff. is the fair it's- like? I'm not a fair person. Oh well, the L.A. County Fair. Do you want which? Do you want to hear about both? Either I don't know. Okay, so the Minnesota State Fair is amazing. <laughs> it's the biggest state fair in the country, I believe. Really? Yes. Um, it's a huge state fair. It has a dedicated fairground. It's there all year round, and then it's only open for like two weeks or whatever. Or maybe a month. Um, and it's like farmers from all around the country, all around the country, <laughs> state fair, 
from all around the state uh, come and they compete, and it's like it's like all sorts. This of... This is like where they have pigs at race. Oh, I think there's a pig race. There's definitely like biggest pig or like most beautiful pig or like different kinds of pigs. Like which some is pig, the best? Some pig. This yeah. is like in Charlotte's it's Web. It's like fucking Charlotte's Web, okay, motherfucker. I can get in on this. It'll be and like Templeton is there eating all the corn. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it'll be like biggest squash, most lovely pumpkin, and shit like that. And then there's also like other stuff like um like it'll be like all sorts of quilts that people made and like some of them have like amazing patterns and like it's very artistic and there's like um all these like people will make like portraits out of dried beans that they glue onto paper awesome. like it's just like all this like crazy folks so, no, shit compare it now in the LA Oh wait fair. really quick let me tell you the best part uh-huh. two best parts okay the two best parts for me there is in the middle of one of the sort of like uh I don't know. There's like all these airplane hangers just like uh, filled with stuff for L.A. for like fair stuff. Yeah. It's a little bit like fucking hot tubs and like weird like Floby shit. Because um, some of it also is like stuff to buy. Oh. Um, yeah. So like Casper mattress will be there or something. What? Like that. Yeah. Like shit like that. I could go to that. I like to buy stuff. <laughs> this is the worst part of the fair. All right. <laughs> So, but in one of those things where it's like bean you art, said, people make bean art, and then you're like Casper mattresses. Um, look, I am just gonna put it out there. What is better than like someone is like I made a portrait of Barack Obama using pinto beans? Casper mattresses, Betsy. <laughs> Casper mattresses are better than pinto bean Barack Obama. I'm just gonna, I'm gonna well, let you know. Agree to disagree. <laughs> All right, so in one of those rooms, there's this, like, big refrigerated unit, and it's all glass on all sides, and inside are all of these busts of beauty queens carved out of butter. Oh, yeah. And inside it, anytime you go to the Minnesota State Fair, inside of it is a beauty queen with a sash sitting for a sculptor with a, with a fucking thing of butter sculpting her face out of butter it is amazing it's the best is it is so are they trying to say that we're gluttonous beauty is gluttonous i think they're just saying like this is fucking wholesome and it's lovely and we have cows in minnesota (laughs) and butter (laughs) and this is like folksy and strange it's beautiful i mean i think it's interesting though but like to choose butter there's so these like perfect pristine beautiful people who probably don't eat butter because they are like beautiful Mm. But then they're made out of this butter. This is Minnesota. Our beauty queens would, they would definitely eat butter. Eat butter. Okay. Um, and then the second better th- best thing, uh, I'm sure the price has gone off uh, up. When, but when I was a kid, I there was like this this sort of like um, th- uh, I don't know, like a kiosk. Like you would go up to this little like shed or whatever, and um, it was almost like a drinking fountain or something. You would pay. I feel like when I was a kid, you pay a quarter, and then you could drink all of the ice cold milk that you wanted. No yuck. Unlimited no, ice not, cold milk. I'm not into this. <laughs> No, no, you just, you just, I'm not going. It was like 100 degrees no, and you were disgusting. just. Disgusting. <laughs> Get me out of here. That's a nightmare. All they need is a clown and I'm done. I just, no, I'm never going there. I love Minnesota. I hate milk. Oh, disgusting. Cold milk. You give them a quarter. They, that's why, that's why you only a quarter because it's hot, disgusting. Hot day? Oh, give me some water. Ice, ice cold milk. Nasty. 
Everybody's belching because of the lactose. What? Oh, yuck. No. No, right. it's Minnesota. But no, in, in L.A., is it like the total opposite where it's like juices? No, it's like, well, it is. It, yeah. And then I mean, like, it's like a trashy like version of a kind of. It's like graffiti. No, I mean, it's fine. It's like still a little folksy and there's like lots of really fun stuff. Right. It's not as nice as the Minnesota do they State do butter? Butter, but And they don't do any butter carving that I have seen. Um, do, they but, have, do they have pigs? They do have pigs. Okay. And they have a whole big thing where you can like pet a goat. Like so they have bean art. I think they do have bean art. It's not as good, but it's close. It's okay. Do they have Casper mattresses? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they definitely have a room where it's like Ginsu knives and you know a water filter, <laughs> whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. You're like, how did I end up in here? <laughs> That's always like the most boring room, here? and it, it's always crowded. And I'm like, who the fuck comes in this room? It's like QVC in a room. <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> oh no, Amanda's like that sounds great. I have you. We talked about QVC on this show. No, I have uh, an unhealthy obsession. I love the QVC. I feel like that's really on brand. Yeah. No, like so. There's nights when Keaton doesn't come home because he's working really, and you know what I do to comfort myself? Oh God. I watch Isaac Mizrahi on QVC because he's my favorite guy in the whole world. I love that guy. Oh, I can't stop watching. He's him. a real hustler. He is a hustler, but he's also he's like I. He, so he stumps the hosts. He like goes off on his stories and on these tangents. He'll be like, "Look at this color, don't you? These color. This reminds me of my mother. There was a time when, and then he like tells these stories, <laughs> and the whole time the host is like, "Okay, back to we're we're selling clothes, Isaac." And he's like, Mm-mm. "Have you ever thought Isaac's about like, the way that the clouds just kind of come <laughs> Isaac together?" Isaac is selling Isaac. I love it, and yeah. I watch it, and I can't stop that. And in the kitchen with David, in the kitchen with David, David, sells- David who? Um, oh, what's his last name? David some guy. Yeah. I would say Turturro, but it's not him. It's not John David. Turturro. Yeah, Hollywood John Turturro. Star. In the kitchen with David and John Turturro. <laughs> <laughs> and David is like this very big, boisterous personality. And he sells dishes that have different patterns. Oh. So imagining so him like with John Turturro. Kitchenware. Okay. But he like loves it. And I always watch it and I think about like, who is he when he goes home? Like, in my mind, like I want to know who David is when he goes home. Like I, I'm wow, something. What tells an me. intriguing personality. So this is this is what I do for fun. So wow. you go look at butter bust, and I sit at home watching a guy sell sell dishes. <laughs> We're a bunch of sad sacks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, back to Zilka's story. Okay, so um, <laughs> I don't really I'm know like how Isaac Mizrahi in this podcast. I've just realized. <laughs> I don't really know how state fairs are perceived or attended in other states. No, we were we just know. talking about that. No, okay. we know. Uh, but here in Minnesota, the state fair is very popular. And I think to a lot of Minnesotans, state fair equals the end of summer. Yes. Aww. So it wasn't a surprise to me when my son asked if we could go to the fair. We had gone in previous years and both kids liked it. Boy 11, girl 8. And I do too. My wife does not dig massive crowds of people, but I thought I could handle this without her. It's an end of the summer ritual. We'll uh, we'll look at some cows and sheep and goats, and then we'll eat some fried pickles. No problem. Mm-mm. Oh yeah, sure you betcha. <laughs> fried pickles sounds good. Everything's on a stick. Yeah, I could do it. All right, that I could the do. The food it. is great. It's like uh, it's all like fried cheese curds and shit. He's brave to bring his kids by himself into like a big crowd. Well, eleven and eight—that feels like maybe manageable, is yeah. it? 
The weather was beautiful, perfectly calm, but uh, nowhere near too hot, which is a godsend when you're going to be shoulder to shoulder with a massive throng of people and are trying to keep two kids happy. No stifling heat slash humidity means way fewer child requests for $7 lemonades. It means way less crankiness for everyone. Also, I had set rules and expectations before we got there. Smart. Yeah. Uh, rule number one. If anyone gets separated, go to the big slide. There's only one big slide and everybody knows where it is. If you can't find it, ask for help finding the big slide from any mom you see who is being nice to her kids. I like that. It's not just oh. a mom that you see, but a nice mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to talk to that mom. She looked mean. Yeah. yeah I always tell my kids that too. Go find a mom. Uh, yeah. But I never thought to say, like, ask a nice mom. Um. <laughs> mom, I couldn't find any nice moms. <laughs> what? You're talking to me right now. Not a one. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Go, go to the big slide. Stay there. Don't leave there. Rule number two. Each kid can bring $20 of their own money to buy whatever food they wanted. You want funnel cake? Go for Dude, it. Dude, you're a good dad. I would yeah. hang out with you. Yeah. You want a deep fried grilled cheese sandwich? Enjoy. My yes. only stated veto power of their money was that they couldn't uh, They couldn't only buy dessert foods. And, one, uh, and no one was buying a piece of crap fair toy. No one was buying, no a, buying piece, a piece of crap fair toy. A piece of toy. crap fair toy. Yeah. Got it. Ugh, I hate those things. I have like four bins in my house just filled with that Is shit. Is it like the blow up uh, pencils? Oh, well, I don't know. Who buys that? But yeah, I think that is kind of what he's talking uh-huh. about. Um, uh, but no, in my house, I have like the whole fucking Paw Patrol that like someone won at a, you know, <laughs> by like throwing a go- like a ping pong ball into a fishbowl. Yeah. Um, okay. I would spring for some all-share foods and buying tickets for things like the Sky Glider, which is a glorified ski lift chair that takes you from one part of the fairgrounds to another. Fun fact, the Sky Glider goes over a building, the roof of which is littered with bras, underwear, pieces, a piece of crap fair toys, and other stuff. This year, we saw a taxidermied squirrel up there. What? Well, that's fun. That's much more exciting that's than Templeton. a... <laughs> There's Templeton. <laughs> anyway, the kids were totally down with the freedom of spending their money on foods that they wanted, and I was absolutely crushing dad skills. So we were walking and eating and watching parades and petting cows and voting for which art entry is our favorite and looking at boats and climbing on trucks. And every time the kids buy some food, I document it on Instagram. I noticed my phone is less than 20% charged. Who cares? It's all fun. In the late afternoon, we get tired of walking, so we look for <laughs> Amanda's shaking her head. I can feel it. I feel the, I feel the air shifting. Uh huh. So we look for something to sit, uh, some something to sit and watch for a while, uh, before we make the long walk back to the other side of the fairgrounds, where we need to grab the bus to the free parking lot. We find the perfect something. Veterinarians are going to space. <laughs> Veterinarians are going to spay a dog right there at the fair in a glass pet operating room. Why are people going to this show? This is just not what you do for fun. This is not what you do for fun. Drink a bunch of milk and watch a dog get neutered. Bob Barker's there. (laughs) Crazy. Taxidermy Bob Baker. Bob Baker? No. Bob Barker. In a glass pet operating room with overhead cameras and a play-by-play announcer. This This sounds amazing. (laughs) 
My daughter announcing that she may be a veterinarian someday is into the idea. I love that an eight-year-old is like, they're going to spay a dog and I'm going to watch. My son, who gets queasy at the idea of blood, is not into it, but he's willing to stay. However, after three pre-surgery warnings that people sometimes feel lightheaded and pass out while watching, he states in no uncertain terms that where he really needs to be right now is the bathroom. My daughter shows early hints of dramatic disappointment. My son shows warning signs of agitation and stomach discomfort. It's our first conflict of the day, and we have been here seven hours. Wow. That's a good time. That's well done. Which means one thing. I am completely overconfident in my decision making. I pull out a map of the fairgrounds, and I hold it for my son to see. Oh, okay. So he's going to go to the bathroom. Uh Uh-huh. I point to our location on the map. I point to the location of the nearest restroom. I tell him it is out this big door right next to us. You turn left, cross one street, and it's on the corner. I ask my 11-year-old son if he thinks he can find it. He says he thinks he can. I think he can, too. We are both entirely too confident. I've mentioned that the Minnesota State Fair is popular here. The attendance for the 12 days this year was 1,997,320 people. What? An average of about 167,000 people per day. That's that's amazing. Yeah, it's a really popular thing. The day we were there, 197,000 people attended. Each year, Disneyland averages about 44,000 people per day. Holy shit. I'm not good at math, but... That's a lot more than Disney. Right, and Disneyland's insane. Oh, my God. Wow. The size of Disneyland is about 85 acres. The size of the Minnesota State Fairgrounds is about 320 acres. Basically, I'm sending my 11-year-old unattended out into a Disneyland-scale crowd of people per acre. I love that he's mathematically broken it down. Well done. But over an area... Four times the size of Disneyland. He has no cell phone. My cell phone is dying. I don't think twice about this. I'm an idiot. After about five minutes, I become aware of time. After ten minutes, I start <laughs> I start to really let it sink in about how stupid I am. The surgery starts. After 15 minutes, I tell my daughter to stay in her seat, and I'm going to mm-hmm. stick nope. my head out the, the big door to see if I can see Daniel outside. I tell her I will always be able to see her. I stick my head out the big door of the building and I look directly into the eyes of 197,000 pork chop on a stick eating Minnesotans. Looking directly down the street, I can see about three to four blocks and the entire length and width of the sidewalk and road is full of people coming and going. I can also see the restroom I pointed to. If I had to, I could run to it in less than 15 seconds. It has been 20 minutes. My cell phone is dead. If I had to, I couldn't even show a picture of my son to anyone willing to look for him. Oh, my God. I go back to my daughter. I tell her that my brother should... I tell her that her brother should have been back by now and that I need to go look for him. I tell her to stay here nope, and not nope, move. No, no, no. Not even if the dog is done getting spayed. She promises she will stay. No. 
No. I stick my head back out the big door. I see the same mess of people. I look back at my daughter. I step out about 10 feet towards the mass of people. I can no longer see my daughter. I realize the depths of my idiocy. I realize that losing one kid in a crowd of people is horrible, but probably understandable. Losing two kids separately and, and in fact, voluntarily leaving one to look for the other is grounds for not being trusted with any child ever again. I quickly back up about 10 feet and I watch my daughter. She is learning how to remove the ovaries and uterus from a dog. It has been been 25 minutes. I go back to my daughter and I tell her that we need to go. I'm not even sure if this is the right move because if he comes back and we're gone, uh, I tell her I'm not sure what to do because he should have been back by now. She suggests that we go to the big slide. I tell her I'm very happy she remembered that, but I don't think we should go just yet. She says, okay. About two seconds later, she says, There he is. Can I go watch the surgery? It has been half an hour. He is not even a little bit nervous, so I play it cool. I tell my daughter she can go watch the last few sutures, and I ask him where he went. We were at the extreme north end of the fairgrounds. He walked nearly to the south end of the fairgrounds and back. I'm impressed and amazed that he navigated himself all the way back. I point to the building I meant for him to go. Uh... I meant for him to go to. He says, oh, and then steps back to watch what's left of the surgery. He has no idea how to spay a dog. (laughs) We take a long walk back and I spring for sweet Martha's overrated, he says, cookies on the way for us to share. We grab a gyro to take home for my wife. Neither kid is really aware of how stupid I am. I tell my wife about it that night when the kids are in bed. She knows exactly how yeah. stupid I am. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, and then he says, sorry if this is too long. Edit as you wish. I really like your podcast. You're both doing a great job. Oh, you're the best. Thanks, You're Zilka. my favorite meteorologist that we've ever had on the show, and I'm not just saying that. I'm not. I mean, It's it. true, Zilka. I've never heard her say a kind thing about a single meteorologist no, that's been on the show. That's right. Oh, I mean, no. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly haven't. Oh my god! Um, what that, a fucking! I would have lost my mind. I mean, I half an hour, half an hour, like being like, "Oh no!" Like, "Oh no! Oh no!" Because you have to think like, are you thinking is he stolen? Yeah. Or are you thinking like, and if he he's is, gone, what do I do? But I don't even know how to find him. And I can't text my wife, and I can't show anyone a picture, and I can't call home. And I love that the kid just came back and was like, eh, eh, "Yeah, yeah, whatever." No big deal. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) Oh, my God. What a nightmare. I was so scared that he was going to walk away, and then the girl was going to get up and go, and then he was going to be standing there forever waiting for his kids. I was like, Like that story that Anna Ortiz told. Yeah, where she was like, how did you do that? You lost all my kids. (laughs) Well, I mean, you are a good dad, and you're doing a great job. Zilka? Yeah, Scott. Scott Zilka. Scott Zilka, you're doing a great job. Yeah, I'm impressed with your deadness and being able to like I think that it that sounds like it was actually a terrible day but with fun it was a fun day with terrible uh, with with a terrible 30 minutes really just for you yeah just for you (laughs) it seems like the kids were fine they were like oh this was a great day at the fair yeah I just took an extra long walk you saw like your whole entire life (laughs) flash before your eyes (laughs) not your sons yours because your wife would kill you (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, thank you for sharing. Um, all right, I'm going to 
share one that we have here. Yeah. So we have a story here from uh, Miss Natalie Campbell, and uh, she's part of our mom group. And in, in our mom group, so on the show, I talked a little bit about a couple episodes back. Was it Katie Ward's episode, or was oh, I'm it? I'm not um, sure. It might have been Lily Vonnegut's episode, I think, where I talked about my son getting pinworms and the uh, just that whole adventure yeah, that that the was. Odyssey so that if that you presented. haven't listened to it, <laughs> I highly recommend it. Um, <laughs> so that if it happens to you, you know what not to do uh, because it was it was traumatizing for all of us. But so when it happened, I posted about it on our mom group. Um, and uh, and it sparked a whole thing where people because it's that's one of those things where you're like I you just don't expect worms to come out of someone's butt yeah. like that's not part of what people are like you're gonna have a baby one day you're gonna stick a flashlight in their butthole and look for worms that might crawl out <laughs> like that's not part of the hallmark commercials at Christmas where you see like the kid growing up um, but so everybody's like this disgusting it's terrible then. After that, there's been like several other pinworm threads that have come on. <laughs> and be- anytime someone talks about an itchy butt, they like tag you and they're like, Amanda Allen has things to say about she, itchy butts. She's got a family of pinworms. They're dirty. <laughs> Those kids are she dirty. She's a family of pinworms. That, that girl's just got some dirty ass kids with dirty asses. So, uh, yeah, it's become like a thing where everybody talks about it. And then, like, so there was another th- another pinworm thread where somebody talked about it, and, and with each thread, there's always people that are like, "What the fuck are pinworms?" You know, and so it's like just kind of reminding everybody again. It's, it's like, like the lice of your butt. It's the lice of your butt. I mean, it's a great way to put it. It's yeah. really disgusting. <laughs> so disgusting. But also like, oh, you might just get it because yeah. you got kids. Well, so and so on my show, I or on our show, I talked about on that episode. I talked about um, if you your kid does get it. And your doctor says you got it, or you you see a worm crawling out of the butt, get the -the over-the-counter meds because they cost the same as the prescription meds, and it's the same stuff. And you're gonna, and then you don't have to dick around with like giving samples. You don't have to dick around with the samples. If you see the worm, the kid's got worms. But so, um, if you want to go to the doctor to have them reinforce that, you can still do that. And then tell them you're going to get the -the over-the-counter medicine instead of the prescription because the prescription medicine is like $275 and the prescription medicine is $15. Can I just say, I'm the type of person when if someone even talks about having had lice, then I I start itching Mm -hmm. and I convince myself that I have had lice. Like Mm -hmm. I've done this a dozen times. And so, and I come over here to your house to to do the podcast, and I have so convinced myself that I have pinworms just from being at my house, just from being at your house. Oh my god! I'm so- if it makes you feel better, I haven't had pinworms, okay, and I so live with these I dirty don't. little assholes. Okay, so I probably don't. And I'm not talking about my kids. I'm talking about their assholes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, read. You the probably story. don't, but so so. But I just wanted to like preface that. So I'm always like, oh, find out if you've got it. Then get the over-the-counter so that you're not paying the $275. Well, what some people are starting to do is they're just like, I have an itchy butt. I'm going to take the pinworm medicine. (laughs) I would like to say, I would like to state for the record that this is not what we advocate. Yes. You have to do the dirty work. You have to look in the asshole to see if there's a worm (laughs) before you take that medicine. And, or take your kid to the doctor and Mm -hmm. let them tell you if there's worms. Okay. Mm -hmm. That being said, Let's read this story. (laughs) Remember that pinworm thread a month ago? Well, that triggered a series of unfortunate events that I'm about to share with you. 
After reading the post, I recalled a traumatic childhood experience with pinworms and started having phantom itchy butt. Hello. Oh, somebody on this show. Right there with you, girl. I tried to shrug it off, but on day four of my manifested itchy butt, I started worrying that somehow I got pinworms for the entire house to share. (laughs) Note, no one in my house was itchy. (laughs) On day seven... I was convinced I had it, and I was horrified that I was going to give it to my seven-month-old baby, my husband, and back to my three-year-old who never had it to begin with. (laughs) At a well visit for both my kids that week, I casually asked the pediatrician about it. She said, you probably don't have it, but if it makes you feel better, just take one dose of the -the over-the-counter medicine. Oh, so the doctor said do it. She negated your medical advice, Dr. Allen. Uh, Well, she can, because that's what she... (laughs) Is paying her loans to do. I don't know. <laughs> you are also <laughs> having access to WebMD. <laughs> um, I'm a nursing mom. Will the meds affect the baby? Nope. You're all good, is what the doctor says. Oh. So later that night, I confessed to my husband, honey, I've got a bad case of the itchy butt. <laughs> no, it's not an invitation for butt sex. <laughs> be a weird way to bring that up. I've got an invitation. <laughs> I have an itchy butt. And the Honey, only way to scratch that I got itch a bad is case of the itchy butt. <laughs> and I think you need to put your penis in there. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but so she says she's feeling anxious about it. She says, you minored in psych in college. What? You minored in psych in college. Am I going crazy? I love that. I love that. You minored. You minored. Yeah. You minored in psych in college. (laughs) Can you diagnose me? (laughs) (laughs) Great. Keaton minored in pottery. So (laughs) we'll just see. Can you make. You minored in psych in college. Am I going crazy? Should I take this medicine? My husband tells me I'm definitely crazy, but uh, I need to take the meds. <laughs> then he immediately took our sheets off the bed, threw them in the wash. I get it, dude. I'm disgusting. Despite the side effects, nausea, dizziness, diarrhea, headaches, I downed the meds and went to bed feeling hopeful. Uh. Saturday morning, I wake up. Side note, it's the day before my kid's birthday party. A party <laughs> <laughs> I had spent the last six weeks prepping for, like the annoying Pinterest mom I am. <laughs> Paper mache robots and space shuttles, do-it-yourself moon pinata, homemade robot cake, and other shit he'll never care about. <laughs> it had been 12 hours since I took the meds. And then the diarrhea started Uh-oh. and went on all day. No. Bright side, I was back to my pre-baby weight. <laughs> Downside, I had the shits all day and the itching was at an all-time high. Oh, no. Did I mention that I also had my in-laws staying with us? <laughs> And our only bathroom is located right outside the dining room. Oh, God, no. No, no, no. Oh, my God, so every time everyone's, like, having a meal, she's, like, nonstop diarrhea. Oh, my God, that's a nightmare. (laughs) It's so terrible. Why do they make houses like that? (laughs) Can you imagine you just sitting there eating and you just hear... That is horrible. (laughs) I hate... I hate when you visit someone's house. You're doing it and you have to be quiet, shitter. Yeah. So you're, like... Oh, I'm just running water in admittedly. <laughs> I just keep d- d- flushing the toilet at strange times, just over and over. <laughs> Did somebody light a match? What is that? <laughs> Why is the window open? I'm just going to play some music on my phone. <laughs> Sunday in the park with George. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> Send in the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
there. Anyways, back to her story. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did, uh, uh, there are so many things you can do. Oh, she says, there are only so many things you can do to muffle the sound of liquid magma coming out of your butt. Oh, what a bummer. <laughs> there are no clouds. Uh, what, uh, why is this medicine not working? My Google search led me to a group of people who the medicine did not work for and had lived with chronic pinworms for seven to ten months. Jeez. What the fuck is happening to me? Seeing a doctor would have to wait until after my son's birthday party. I slept Ugh. one whole hour that night dying of shame. Oh convinced God. I was losing my mind and I was living with worms. I woke up on Sunday to more diarrhea and now my baby had diarrhea because breast milk and I'm an asshole garbage mom. Oh, oh no. God. The party came and went. I just, I just about fainted five separate times because I couldn't keep food in me. I'm a photographer and I took zero pictures. <laughs> it's like my Pinterest board never existed. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Uh, I was a ghost of a mom at my son's birthday party. I'm such a piece of shit. <laughs> Monday morning, I'm basically dead. I go to a new doctor's office because I've been pregnant the last three years and only <laughs> ask my OB questions. <laughs> I love that. I can so relate to that. Yeah. Uh, the place looks normal, but all the fucking doctors are Grey's Anatomy hot. Oh, isn't that the way you need to talk about your butt? And the doctor's like, hey, what's going on? You're like, no, no, not you. Not you, not now. <laughs> not you right now. Um, <laughs> now I'm panicking that a hot doctor is going to examine my garbage butt. <laughs> what do you see in there? garbage butt. Is there a fucking worm in there? <laughs> I got an itchy butt. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I can't think of a bigger nightmare than having a hot male doctor uh, look at my garbage butt. No. I nervously wait. Not one, but two hot female doctors, basically Meredith and Izzy, walk in. I tell them my story. Soon thereafter, I'm bending over a table, and Tits McGee and the Sunshine Girl are nose-deep inspecting my ass. <sighs> you don't have worms, they say. And because my YouTube education makes me a more qualified doctor than these two hot whores, I pull out a plastic bag from my purse that has two separate plastic bags with two separate tape tests inside them. Don't you need to put these under a microscope? <laughs> nope. You don't have worms. It's an internal hemorrhoid made much worse by all the diarrhea you gave yourself from taking that medicine. They gave me a prescription for a hydrocortisone suppository that cost uh, me $150 uh, because my insurance wouldn't cover it. I was so done talking about my butt with everyone else that day. <laughs> so I paid the pharmacy without a peep. It's been two weeks and I haven't had an itchy butt since. Your week might have sucked, but I like to think it didn't suck as hard as a mom who gave herself an internal hemorrhoid and basically phoned in her son's birthday. Oh, and now my husband likes to say, like that time you had worms? Great. Any chance he gets. <laughs> Natalie Yay. Campbell. Oh, we salute you. Thank you, Natalie. You are doing a great You're doing a great <laughs> job. job. Oh, the uh, pooping. Oh, that's horrible. Uh, so there, guys. Uh, if the doctor tells you to get over to the counter meds, Go to a different doctor. <laughs> I don't know what to say about that because the doctor told her to do it. I know. Ugh. I would go back. I would be mad at that doctor. Yeah. But that doctor didn't check to make sure there's... That's the point. You always got to make sure there's an actual worm before you take the worm <laughs> medicine. confirmation. So don't... So Natalie, thank you for sharing this because now we know what happens if you do... You take 
precursor worm yeah. medicine. Don't yeah. do it. You'll get yourself in a hemorrhoid, and then you're going to be shitting next to your in-laws while they're eating dinner. Because I've gotten so paranoid. I've also had phantom worms. Did you take the worm meds? I... I certainly considered it. Said, yeah. I didn't do it. Yeah, so don't do it until you actually have worms. <laughs> okay. Well, you don't Scott have worms. Zilka, Natalie Campbell. Campbell. You're doing a great Naomi job. Naomi Campbell. Naomi Campbell. <laughs> Naomi Campbell, you won't get out of bed for less than $10,000 a day. But you but got the worms. You will maybe <laughs> get worms. Naomi Campbell has worms? <laughs> This is a crazy show. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, you guys are doing a great job. Thank you for sending in those amazing stories. Uh, it, it's been a pleasure reading yeah, them. And both of them are written really beautifully, too. So descriptive. Yeah. Like, I could really see the far- I could see all of the, I almost called it the farm, but it's a fair. <laughs> the state fair. Yeah. And then the same thing. Like, uh, like Natalie's story was just easy to read and really mm-hmm. interesting. Great job, guys. Great job. <laughs> gives us something to aspire to yeah it's just really fun to like listen to everybody else's story so keep sending them in follow us on the facebook love us on uh don't love us like us on facebook join our facebook group um send us your stories why mommy drinks podcast at gmail.com and uh and also um please uh subscribe rate us review us all that shit and please tell a friend about this fucking podcast yeah all right uh that being said We think you're doing a great job. (laughs) My mommy drinks.